Hey friend, have you heard about the Hooks to Crick Ministries Translation Project? Currently, we're working with missionaries and pastors worldwide as we translate Awake My Soul, Three Ways to Ignite Your Relationship with God. This is a new resource that's out there to help anyone walk through a one-on-one time with God, a personal one-on-one. God is all about building relationships with His children. And friends, sometimes that can be a little intimidating and you don't know where to start. So this resource, it walks you through three biblical practices within a minimum of 15 minutes. And we're translating it in multiple languages. So if you'd like to be a part of this translation project, log on to hookstercrook.com. Are you ready for today's episode? Let's start the show. Welcome to the Red River Podcast. I'm your host, Candice Reyes, and happy Thanksgiving, friend. I am so honored that you chose to join me today before the day of Thanksgiving. This is a fun-filled episode with my guest, Rebecca George. And before I introduce to you, Rebecca, I wanted to invite you personally to our Red Rover Women's Conference. It's a two-day conference. It's happening on June 10th and 11th. And our theme this year is Love Where You Are. And I don't know if you are like me, but I tend to focus on the future. Quite often, I'm thinking about those next steps, those next milestones. Maybe you're thinking about fill in the blank, those next, those next moments in life for you. But for this conference, we wanted to focus on what's happening right here and right now and be able to love where we are. We know that God has placed us in this moment and this season for a specific reason. And I don't want to miss out on any of God's blessings. And I know you probably don't either. So this event is going to be focusing on not missing out on God's blessing for today while we're preparing for the future. God gave the people of Israel manna from heaven each and every day. And he gave them specific instructions to gather it each day and only gather what they needed for that day. No more, no less. And he was teaching us to be intentional with those very moments, anticipating God's blessing for that day. Our speakers for this event are incredible. They are Courtney Richard and Mary R. Snyder. And we have musical guest joining us, Alicia Dorsett. I am so excited about this event. And right now, you can purchase your tickets at a discounted rate until December 31st. So, Log on to eventbrite.com, search Red Rover, or you can log on to our website, hooks with the number two crook.com backslash MH merch to purchase your tickets today. All the links for today's show is going to be in our show notes to make it easy for you to find. Friend, today my guest is Radiant. Rebecca George and I met at Spark, the NRB conference last summer, and just hit it off. Rebecca is a personal friend of mine and supporter and even advisor. She's even giving you guys a free Shine Bright journal just because you're a Red Rover listener. You can find out how to get your Shine Bright journal today in our show notes below. Rebecca is the founder and visionary of Radical Radiance, a podcast community where listeners are equipped to blend what they love with Jesus who makes them shine. She is a speaker, writer, career coach, and podcast interview coach whose greatest joy in life is discipling others to pursue their passion in a way that builds the kingdom. In her free time, you can find her running outside, writing, or even trying new recipes with Garth Brooks playing in the background. 
Friends, I can't wait for you to hear my chat with Rebecca. So grab some paper and a pen with your favorite cup and let's dive into my chat with Rebecca George. Thank you, Rebecca, for joining me on the Red River podcast. It is such an honor to have you. Friend, I'm so excited to be with you. This is so fun. It is. It is. I know you are extremely busy. You have a podcast. You're actually in the process of writing a book as well. And you're doing speaking gigs. What does a typical day look like for you? And how do you get it all done? That's such a good question, isn't it? I feel like so many of our friends, especially in this space of podcasting and writing, we wear a lot of hats, right? And so that is something I think that we share. And so first of all, there's, there's that in my life. I'm a pastor's wife. I am about to be an author. I'm a speaker. I I have a podcast, like you said. And so I think a few of the things that God is teaching me in that, um, one is just that there's a season for everything, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's just before we, we talked, um, I shared with you that I just asking God to give me clarity of mind and wisdom as I write. And the reason I, I probably feel prompted to ask for prayer for that is because he's had my mind busy doing some other things that are for him and for his glory for the last couple of weeks. But now I feel this maybe pressure that, oh, I haven't written enough and, and maybe I'm not, um, right not far enough along as I would like to be with my book. And don't we all feel that? to some degree, right. Enter your own life circumstances. And I actually, it's funny that we're having this conversation today because I'm working on a chapter about striving and my roots, Candace with striving run deep, they run Mm. deep back all the way to my childhood. And as I've been reflecting on that, God has really shown me how important just one step after another of faithful obedience is. Mm -hmm. And I think that's my season, Candace. I think so many of our days feel what I like to call like in the life of Moses, like not burning bush days. We, we think about the <laughs> right. life of Moses and we see this one moment where God did a work, you know, with the burning, burning bush. And we all know that story. And we might see that and be like, wow, God, I want you to work in my life in that way. But that was like a day of Moses's right. life. Right. Right. And so many other days of Moses's life was, was just like, one step of obedience right after another. Right. And so I think the, how do you get it all done for me comes back to my heart mm-hmm. and my heart being fixed on him and not, I could give you so many things that are practical that I do to like get stuff done. And mm-hmm. I mean, we can talk about that. That's fun too. But at the end of the day, if my heart is not fixed on him, then what I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be striving in vain. And, yes. and not the place that I want to be in. And so, man, when you write a book, God does a work in you (laughs) as well, as you know, and so specific to striving and getting the stuff done. That's something that he's really been teaching me. Yeah. And he tells us he is a lamp unto our feet. He didn't say a floodlight, right? No. He says a lamp. And so that means he wants us to walk with him step by step and trusting him each way. So I love that. Yeah. And even just before this, I was working on this story that God just prompted me. And I don't know, I'd I'd like to share it. My husband is a hunter, which is sort of new to us. And a couple of years ago, he got a recurve bow, which if you don't know what that means, there's like different kinds of bows. There's, um, I won't even go into that. Anyway, a recurve bow is harder to learn at the end of the story. And I watched my husband day after day, 
go out in our backyard. I could watch him from the window of my office and he just worked on his craft day after day. Mm. He didn't burn the candle at both ends and work on it for six or seven hours at a time. He would just go out for 20 or 30 minutes and Mm. he would practice. And God showed me so many things in that. And one, it was like consistent repetition Yes. as, as we're following him is, is so key. And then also he did something that really stuck with me. He would, he would shoot like right in the middle of the target. I mean, just like perfect. And then you would see him like celebrate and the dog would do a lap around the yard. And then he would be like, all right, I'm done. I'm done because hmm. I'm going to stop on a good one. I'm not going to continue to try to make uh, progress and, yes. and things like that. And I just watched my husband, um, consistently work on his craft for weeks on weeks on end. And I saw him improve and I saw, um, that give him so much joy, but it wasn't something that he was striving for. It wasn't something that he was burning the candle on both ends for, but, um, but God brought him so much joy through that. And I think there's so much to learn even through the hobbies that God puts in our lives and how we pursue those and translating that into the work that we're doing for God's kingdom. When he calls us into something, we think, right. oh, it's going to happen overnight. And that's yes. so not the case. Yes. And so consistent obedience and mm. faithfulness mm-hmm. has just really been on my heart. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love the, just the analogy that you just gave about how you watched your husband and, and God was telling, almost telling you as well, don't burn the candles at both, both ends. I know you feel the hecticness of, of writing and making sure that your stuff is, is going and going and going, but God's like, just trust me. Yeah. Do, do it at my pace, not yours, mm-hmm. my pace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And continue to be faithful in what I've given you. And I love that. That's awesome. So how did you recognize, Rebecca, how, how did you recognize God was leading you into stepping out in faith in this calling in your life? Yeah, I think the, the part of my story that God used in just probably the biggest way happened right after college for me. My mom was diagnosed with breast cancer a few months after I graduated from school. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of in that mountaintop, like had a big girl job with benefits and all the things for the first time in my life. I was in that kind of season. And then all of a sudden it was just like the rug mm-hmm. came totally from underneath me. And my mom, my best friend, one of my cornerstone people was walking through, um, you know, a cancer journey and we didn't know what the outcome of that would be. And God allowed me, um, and led me to this nonprofit that I, that I ran for several years where we donated handmade hats and handwritten letters of encouragement to cancer patients all over the country. And it was sort of a way to package together what encouraged my mom through her journey um, and help encourage other people. And so through that, and I know Candace, you'll relate to this. I had the opportunity to speak. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, um, I would have women come up to me afterwards and say, you know, I love what God's doing through your story, but like I have my own version of that. And I, I have this thing that I feel like God's calling me into, but I'm scared or I don't know what the first step is, or I'm afraid people won't take me seriously or all, all manner of things that we face as we are stepping out in faith. And it was in that, that God really sparked this desire in me to walk alongside women and help them see 
their calling from a gospel centered perspective. And that was really probably the genesis of the book that I'm writing back to that is some of these women that I got to walk alongside in that season. I'm no longer leading that nonprofit. I've, um, I've moved on again to, to some other things, but that was really, um, one of the things God used was a really hard season in my life, but he was so redemptive in it to lead me towards work that that, um, almost multiplies, right? When we get to walk alongside other people in their own calling, um, God, God blesses that multiplies it. So that would, that would be kind of probably the start of that for me. Okay. Okay. And I, like you said, I am totally on board with you on this. I love walking beside others as they are walking along this path and saying yes to God and being faithful in his calling and the way that he has crafted them to go out and to make other disciples, right? That, that has been my heart's desire. And I love that you do that already with other ladies and podcasting and in their other ministries that they do. Um, but as you started this journey, you've already mentioned a little bit how God took the, this situation with your mom having cancer and how he birthed just your calling through that. Could you talk a little bit more about during this new adventure, what setbacks came along the way and how did you face them? And then how did you persevere with God through them? Yeah, I love that question. And, you know, there's a few things, you know, in that season, I I did start a nonprofit and that sounds like a a sweet, happy story. The, the downside of that is I was doing that while working a full-time job in corporate America. Right. So Mm -hmm. back to the consistent obedience that we sort of started the conversation with that has been something that God's been growing in me for many years. And in that season, that was very real. You know, I would, I would work all day and then I would come home and that was kind of my time to pursue this nonprofit, to disciple college girls. I lived in an sec college town. And so that was a big part of my life. And so I think that consistent obedience was something God began growing in me then, and has continued to in the years that followed, but you know, I think the other things that I would say sounds so simple, Candace, but they're the things that we, we know we are called to do. Um, but in seasons of busyness or in seasons where we feel like we're pursuing something new, sometimes they're the things that, that we often forsake things like, walking in community and being in God's word consistently. Mm-hmm. Again, I yes. cannot pour from an empty cup. I cannot um, pour myself out into the right. lives of other people if I'm not right. being filled up by his word. And so I think that was something that God really grew in me in that season. And that was the way that I persevered was through staying rooted in his, in his word. Would you agree? Like that that's something that has been crucial for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that is the only reason why I said yes to step out and and do and live this life on mission and start a podcast, start a nonprofit and even write the books is because I started becoming more rooted in his word. And I started allowing him to really speak his truth into me of who I am and who he is and how I could rely on him. Because if I love his consistency because Mm. his consistency helps me know that he is faithful and he never Mm. changes. And I can rely on him through all these different times in my life. 
Yeah. And I think something about him, you just led me down a path, Candace. No problem. <laughs> something that I love about God is the fact that he is immutable, which is a big word for the fact that he doesn't change. And, and so he's consistent, mm-hmm. like you said. Mm-hmm. And the thing that's been getting me over the last couple of years is when I think about his consistency and the fact that he doesn't change. And then I look at my life. My life does change in the last two and a half years. I've gotten married. I left a community that I loved. I became a pastor's wife. I started a new job. I've started a podcast, all the things, right? Nothing about my life looks the same as it did a couple of years ago. However, he's been faithful through every single step of that. And so when I look at his character and I know that he doesn't change, I can then look at everything else I know to be true about him. He's sovereign. He is omnipresent. He is wise. He's so kind. And if he was not immutable, if he could change, then I couldn't trust anything else, any of those other things. Right. 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 I can, because he doesn't change even in the midst of a life that does. And so that's been such a powerful truth in my life. Mm, That's so good. That is so good. Absolutely. Now you have created this tool, this resource, the shine bright journal. I'd love to hear more about it. And if you could tell our, our listeners a little bit more and how, how you even offer it for free. Yeah. Yeah. So my podcast community is called radical radiance, which I just, I love what God's doing through it. And our heart really is to equip women with conversations and resources that will point us towards like, what does it actually look like to radiate the heart of Jesus in our life and our work, our relationships. And so that's what we're about over at the podcast. And I wanted something Candace that that I could just bless people with. And I know you, you relate to this. You're, you're an author, you're a speaker, you're a podcaster as well. And you know, we create these resources to sometimes just give them away. Right. Mm -hmm. And I I didn't want to just give away something that I didn't believe would transform people's lives through God's word. And so I wanted to create something really fun that would feel really in alignment with the conversations that we're having on the show. And so what we did is I began to take everything God was teaching me about, um, just all across the pages of scripture where we see evidence of this, what does it look like to radiate his heart? You know, Mm -hmm. I've, I've read through scripture chronologically this year and I decided to rebrand to radical radiance about, about midway through the year. And so I was developing this along the way. And as I'm doing that, I'm reading through, I remember when I was reading in Exodus and Moses is coming off of Mount Sinai and he spent 40 days and nights in the presence of God. And, and we see that his face was glowing with the glory of God. Well, why was it glowing? He'd been in the presence of God for 40 days. And so I just began seeing evidence of this all through scripture. And I wanted people, other people to see it too. And so I took everywhere I could find so far in scripture that I see evidence of this. And um, there's short devotionals, there's space to pray as you process just what God is showing you as it relates to your own story and what it looks like for you to radiate his heart in your life. And so it's a 100 page journal, um, that you can walk through over time. I love to hear about when people do it together. I think that's so special. We've had some groups do that. And so, yeah, they can go grab it for free at radical That's awesome guys. And I hope you do. I hope you go and grab it. 
Um, I'm planning on downloading it today. So make sure that you go over to her website and do that. So also Rebecca, tell me about your coaching because you are also coaching people on podcasts, being a podcast host. How'd that come about? Well, you know, it's been so fun. I've been doing this a couple, two and a half years or so now. And I just began having opportunities that, you know, people would come to me and ask like, man, how did you, how do you interview well, or how do you just get started? Or I want to know how to organize my podcast. There's so many pieces of this that just feel kind of all over the place. Can you help me kind of bring it all together? And so over time I started developed, there were, there were three or four things that people kept coming to me for. And I thought, okay, well, this could, I could just coach people on that. And so when I have the opportunity, I love doing that. Um, mostly in the areas of how do you pitch people to bring, to come on your podcast? How do you do that? Not be weird. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you organize your podcast and things like that? So I love, I love doing that when I can. So if anybody's interested in that, um, feel free to reach out. I love doing it. Fantastic. And I also want to talk about one other thing that you may not be ready to, but I Let's think it. it's amazing. You were working on a new book. And yeah. I'd love for you to kind of share just a little bit about it. If you wouldn't mind, give us some, yeah. give us some hints of what's going yeah. on. You know, I heard somebody say this a couple of years ago, and I think it's so true of this message. Sometimes I think as a first time author, we write the book that I heard called like your hit by a bus book. Like if I didn't get to write one other book in my lifetime, this would be the book that I would want to release into the world. And this is, this is mine. I really kind of collected some of those, those conversations and those themes that women would come to me about as they were looking to take steps forward in their calling. And and they'd, you know, maybe bump up against comparison or striving or so many of the things that we've kind of weaved into this even conversation today. And I want to shine biblical truth on that. I want us to begin to see our assignments from God and our Mm -hmm. gifts from God and the talent God has given us from a gospel centered perspective. You know, I think we've all seen a lot of messages come out, especially in the last five years or so that um, can get us real motivated, but Mm -hmm. don't really carry weight eternally. And I just really want to point us back to the truth of God's word and and how do we lay that against our work and what we're called to do. Mm and see it through that perspective. So I'm so excited about it. That sounds awesome. As you were talking, I was, and you were saying that this would be the the book that you would, you would just be happy with. That was the only book that you were able to, to write. I was thinking of Paul writing to Timothy, that mm. final letter that he wrote to Timothy. And it's almost like, that's what you're doing in this book is it's, it's your final letter, even though I hope it's not, I hope you continue to write more books, Mm. but this is the book that you are, are saying, this is what I want you to know. This is how I want you to live your life. just like Paul did for Timothy. And so I'm excited. I think it's going to be phenomenal Mm. and I'm excited. Oh, thanks friend. Now, I love listening to your podcast and I want our listeners to hear from you. What, uh, what could you offer somebody right now who maybe be struggling in living this life on mission and words of encouragement, and even maybe a scripture that you hold true to you hold tight to as you are walking along this path with God. 
Yeah. The one that came to mind as you asked me this question earlier, Candace was Psalm 34, five. It's the verse that we've really centered the podcast around. And it says those who look to him are radiant mm-hmm. and their faces are never covered in shame. And man, does that not point back to our whole conversation, right? Yes. Of keeping our eyes fixed on him. And that is where true biblical radiance comes from. Right. And so when we do that, when we are able to walk into the world full of him and full of his word, that is when we're radiant. And that's when it's a lot easier to let go of shame and let go of comparison and fear. And a lot of the things that we bump up against as we pursue our calling. And so I think that would be the thing. If there was one thing is that we um, have the opportunity to just fix our eyes on him and on his word. And when we do that, that is how we radiate him to the world. And so that's really been on my heart lately. I love it. I love it. Well, Rebecca, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. And I'd love for you to share, how can our listeners find out more about you, check you out. And friends, I'm going to put all of this in our show notes so that you can go and check Rebecca out because guys, she's fabulous. She is absolutely fabulous. And I hope you will reach out to her too. Oh, friend, you're so kind. I just, I love what God's doing through your show. And I'm just so excited that we get to walk alongside each other. That's been so fun. So people can find me online. Um, I hang out on Instagram the most. I feel like we all do. So my handles at Rebecca George author, and then you can find anything about radical radiance at radical radiance.life. Fantastic. Well, again, thank you so much for honoring me with your presence and coming and talk on our show and guys, Check her out on our website underneath the show notes. Thanks so much again, Rebecca. I hope you have a great day. Thanks, friend. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope you enjoyed my guest. And I hope you thought about a friend who could possibly use this episode as well to give them some encouragement to move forward in living this missional lifestyle. That's a really easy way for us to share the good news is just share it with a friend. Also, we'd love to hear back from you. It takes a few seconds just to write a little review and we read each and every one of them. I also want to encourage you to check out our website, hookstocrook.com, to find out more about our translation project and also to learn about our Red Rover Women's Conference that's coming up on June 10th and 11th in Brookshire, Texas. We have amazing speakers and phenomenal musicians coming to spend time with our women. And right now we have an early bird special pricing for this conference. It's a two-day conference only costing $75, but that price only lasts till December 31st. So if you're interested in joining us for the Red Rover Women's Conference theme, love where you are, then log on to hookstercrook.com slash mhmerch. All right, friend. Thanks again for coming and hanging out with us today. I hope you have a blessed day.